we are faced with something horrible, there is a visceral response. We either want to fight it or we want to flee. 30 years ago, I was confronted with something so terrible that I thought the only way to protect myself was to run. But I didn't. In retrospect, I don't know if I made the right decision. The experience I'm referring to happened in November 1992, when I sat in a movie theater by my own free will and watched the entirety of Bram Stoker's Dracula, directed by the legendary Francis Ford Coppola. There are only a handful of movies I thought were so awful that I thought I should leave. Uh, because I didn't want that movie to take up rental space in my head. So returning to it after all these years, I wonder if maybe I overreacted. Uh, my taste may have changed. So Glenn and I will find out as we endure Bram Stoker's Dracula on this episode of Movies Will Save the World. will save the world. My name is Glenn Cooper. And I'm Chris Peterson. And today we discuss the 1992 <laughs> film Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> and that's the end of that voice. I'm not going to do it anymore. That's fucking awful. <laughs> no, no, it was no more. It was no more awful than, um, yeah. No, oh gosh, Chris. I okay. So yeah. So just backing up, we're talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola movie from 1992, with a almost entirely incredible cast. And yeah, oh boy, what a watch this was. Um, Chris, you subjected us to this. What are your thoughts? And why did you do this to us? I know it was getting even for uh, the happening that we did. <laughs> quite yeah. a while ago you've All been right. saving up for this one i know i really have actually and <laughs> a part of me really wants to ask for your forgiveness and make amends for this because i did after subjecting myself to it twice yeah um i i realized i've done something wrong <laughs> I, shouldn't have, I, I shouldn't have done this it was yeah. it seemed like such a funny idea at the time like haha and then it's like oh my gosh you know like all right yeah oh, go, go ahead. ahead well well i was just oh, gonna no. say i i watched it twice too and add insult to injury the first time i watched it it was uh like free i believe on on amazon and then i know we you know we've had a couple yeah. of scheduling issues so it's been a couple of weeks and i thought you know coming into this i need to watch it again i had to rent the goddamn thing so i, <laughs> so I had to pay money just to re-watch it I, I i'll pay you back i i don't think that's and you owe me three bucks and red restitution for yeah, your exactly. mental anguish oh well then make it um, 53 bucks yeah <laughs> i'll send you all right i'll send you the dvd that i stole from the library um uh, 
I might. I, I definitely will give that one back, though. Yeah. Um. All right. So here's the deal. <laughs> yes. So the th- the theme is movies. I almost walked out of. Like mm-hmm. I've never walked out of a movie. Right. Um. I've I've tortured myself plenty of times, and there's only a handful of movies that even get in this category. But uh-huh. this this was one of them. I've yeah. only seen up until recently i've only seen this movie one time mm-hmm. and i and i and 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 the reason i wanted to do this this experiment was to think well maybe you know maybe the younger version of me was more critical or you know i had yeah i don't know it, it just it just didn't resonate with me and uh-huh. i'll be honest with you it was worse than i remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, it is. It is. It has not aged well. So. It really hasn't. It is such oh. from a time, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's so so much. Uh, so much of what I observed is like it's this like early '90s filmmaking style. It's how I feel about when I go back and watch like Natural Born Killers. You know, it's oh, like okay. all of this yeah. like overly stylized things that yep. don't really add to the story but are like no <laughs> we're adding this director's vision and, and stuff and that stuff just jumps out so hard uh in in returning to this movie so yeah well you know it's funny because when i watched this the first time you know this came out in 92 i was yep. probably 14 or something like that and okay. I remember being like enthralled by it and, <laughs> and I have some notes on why I think that is, but we'll get to that well, later. Yeah. Okay. 14 year old Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a horny movie, <laughs> such a horny movie. <laughs> but I remember at that time thinking like, wow, this is really cool. And, and I think I did return to it, you know, maybe, I don't know, five years ago or something. And just, I, I watched like 20 minutes of it and put it away. Cause I was like, no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> you know? So, but, um, so yeah, no, it doesn't age well for me either. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I was, um, I saw it in the theater, obviously that mm-hmm. that's one of the, that's one of the criteria that I it was a movie. I almost walked out of <laughs> right. after paying a ticket. Yeah. And yeah. I went with my friends over, I was back from school and some friends and I went to it, and we were on like um, Thanksgiving break. Uh huh. Um, and we wanted to see this movie. It's a good Thanksgiving uh, movie. Yeah, <laughs> that puts me in the holiday spirit. Um, and it had, you know, all right. For one, it's Francis Ford Coppola, yep. who who is you know a director with an incredible. Yeah, up and up up until that point, an incredible pedigree of film. <laughs> yeah, up until that um, point, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I want to get back to that point in yeah. a little in a little later here. And then the cast was all. I mean, pretty much some big name actors yeah. mm-hmm. who I knew um, were in this. So it had every it had everything going for it as, right. in terms of being a cool movie, right? Um, and I know we'll talk about the <laughs> we will talk about the actors um, and 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 their part in all of this. Yeah. Um, and I did and 
and that was the real reason because I had I was not interested at all in Dracula lore. Okay? Right, right. I, I, it was, it, it was not, it was not a character I was ever interested in. I didn't mm-hmm. read any Dracula books, or was nostalgic for old Dracula movies. It mm-hmm. just wasn't, you know, and. And so that that wasn't the that wasn't the pull. The pull the pull was the creatives who who yeah. were creating this and and supposedly they, here's how they advertise it like this is like you know the real Dracula right, right. not right. like the not the cheesy one from right. the you know ancient times but uh-huh. this, this is going to be the source material you right. know and like a purist and I was like cool that's going to be awesome mm-hmm. and man. I mean, <laughs> What a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, and that was part of Coppola's draw to it, right? So we have uh, Winona Ryder to blame for this. I mean, she didn't write it, but she brought it to him. Right. And, you know, yeah, and, and which is like, I would not take recommendations from Winona Ryder <laughs> under any circumstances. So I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> but I, I, what I read is like, you know, uh, uh, Coppola's like eyes lit up when he saw, oh, this is a Dracula movie. And then, you know, got really into like what he could do with it and yeah, make it something different than the, the cheesy, you know, maybe monster movies, uh, past and, and all the other sort of, um, uh, retellings of, of this story. So, um, yeah, but yeah, you know, one of the things that I noticed as I was looking at this movie is at the time it got pretty widely positive reviews. I mean, it won three Academy Awards, none for acting, I'll call out, <laughs> none for directing, but like best costume design, right. I think sound no, design, was... I can't remember what the third one was, but you know, even you, Ebert no, gave it right. three out of four stars or something and was like, uh, you know, I think what Ebert said is, you know, I really loved it for the visuals, which... You know, Ebert, I'm pretty much with you like 95% of the time, but I got to quibble with you on this one because I did not think the visuals were that great in this. Like what? Yeah, I, I would like to know specific examples <laughs> yeah, of what of he's a good visual. To. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and maybe the only thing that I can think of, and this will be the only positive thing I'm going to say this entire podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is that, and and I don't, all right, that there hadn't been a Dracula movie like this. That's true, right? Yeah. So it's it's the first attempt at something right. like this. Mm-hmm. Um. So in that way, it was probably seemed fresh and original sure. at the time. Um, but as time has gone on, <laughs> like, well, it it's. It, it's 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 as campy as yeah. the ones from yesteryear. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's well. Can maybe a good place to dive in on that point is the very opening scene. You get kind of a cold open. It's not quite. I mean, it's yeah. sort of a cold open. You don't get the credits yet or the title screen or anything. You do get Anthony Hopkins doing his voiceover, telling the story. Yep. You know, it's all about, you know, the count and, or I don't, I don't remember if he's the count at that time. It doesn't matter. You know, really nothing in this movie matters, um, which we'll come back to, but, um, you know, he goes off to fight this battle, which is super stylized. And then, you know, and then his, his, uh, uh, wife, Elizabeth, uh, commits suicide because she thinks he's dead. (laughs) And then he sticks a sword in a cross, which is apparently enough to get to pull blood out. And then he turns into a vampire. (laughs) 
But <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that pretty much sums yeah. it up. And quick side note, I did I didn't catch this until my watching of it today that Anthony Hopkins plays the priest. Plays the priest, exactly. And I don't know if he was credited for that, but I noticed that as well. He was he was the old priest yeah. who which was, was yeah there at the at the time. Which, by the way, that priest had a very poor bedside manner. Like he, <laughs> Gary Oldman, Why? because he told her. Yeah, Gary Oldman <laughs> comes back from fighting this victory and just is like, "Oh, your wife's dead," and then the priest is like, "Yeah, her soul is lost." Like, <laughs> yes. give it a little bit of time, maybe before just diving into that is the first thing you say. But anyway, but but coming back to that point, like it's so overacted and over the top ridiculous you know gary oldman is spewing out language that we don't understand and we don't need to right you know yeah yeah Um, yeah, exactly but he he's doing such this like again it it feels like and i love gary oldman he's one of my favorite actors but this movie and especially this moment feels like like a first year acting student trying to do (laughs) like a uh 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 uh, James Dean uh, streetcar named desire moment, you know, <laughs> just like screaming to the heavens. And, and it's just, it's just bad. It's really bad. Oh no. He, he is not just chewing the scenery. I mean, he's like just devouring it. <laughs> yeah. There, there's so much, I mean, just in that first, whatever, five minutes yeah. or whatever, I have so many questions <laughs> about like, you know, just even like, so, so I, I laughed out loud. When, so he found out that the vengeful Turks right. like shot a, a note, right? Right. And like, they just like it's like we're mad. We're just gonna shoot a note saying your husband's dead. Yeah. And then like she kill, she kills herself. Right. Right. And it's like. Wow, that was, that was easy. Put a lot of faith. <laughs> I know. I guess you know when Turkish pranking when <laughs> Turkish prank when they're defeated in battle. I guess apparently their retreat somehow takes them back by the castle. <laughs> right, and, they go back to his castle yeah. and then like send her a note. But they're like, well, it and then couldn't they, hurt. I mean, let's try it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, the Turks like, are probably that, like laughing. That makes sense. Yeah. No one could possibly verify what we're saying right yeah. now. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, and, and and yeah, and then it just it just doesn't stop. Right. It just, <laughs> It's just ridiculous thing. Yeah. You know, like, I guess to turn into a vampire, you have to stab a cross <laughs> and blood comes out right. and then you drink it. And that's how vampires are born, I guess. Apparently. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know vampire lore. So that could be how you become a vampire. You know, I don't know. But it was just like, yeah. And then he's just like. Like every everything about that was so laughable. Yeah. It's just hard. Like it was, you know what? It's supposed to be like this. The, the it shows like the depths he had to go to to you know to that his life was so marred by this tragedy that you know. But then you're just like, well, wow. You know, it's it's just so silly. Well, so one of the things that we talk about a lot on this uh, podcast is how. You know, we don't necessarily need all of the rules explained. We don't need all of the backstory, you know, that kind of thing. That, that is correct, um, yes. 
So, you know, there's a certain amount of like, you know, suspension of disbelief and we're just accepting, okay, this is, this is real uh, in this world. Right. They set up their rules and we, you know, long, they stick to the rules. Right. Well, yeah, well, I, I will go along with it. Correct. The, the thing about this though, and, and again, like we can accept all of that stuff, even though it doesn't necessarily make sense, but that's fine. Like I'll, I'll go along with yeah, it. It's right. a, it's a monster movie, it, you know, fair enough, supernatural, yes. et cetera. And, and we'll, we'll probably get into more of this later with the, um, uh, when we look at the characters and the story and, and whatnot, but I don't care about anybody here. I don't care about their relationship. <laughs> this movie has done nothing to make me feel like these people, you know, uh, Winona Ryder is, uh, Elisabetta and uh, Gary Oldman as uh, as Dracula are in love. We're just told, right? Anthony Hopkins gets yes. to tell us that they yes. mean so much to each other. And so right, right. when she throws herself, like, I don't know, just, is she prone to, <laughs> like, you know, overreacting <laughs> to notes from the Turks? I don't know, right? We don't, <laughs> nothing. That, that was the... That was the greatest danger to their marriage is her getting like nasty notes from. It's a good from, thing she yeah, didn't live invade, invading warriors. It's a good thing she didn't live in the times of social media because she would have been throwing herself off of every tower. <laughs> she would have been dying all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just I. Yes, and I and what you've touched upon there, I think, is actually a major flaw of this movie. Mm-hmm. Is is that I mean I don't care about any of these people no. and I but I'm not really given a reason to you know what I mean I'm not given um, a reason to and I'm given a lot of reasons to question their motives so throughout the entire movie I have no idea why anyone is doing anything exactly and so not only does it not set me up in any way to care about these people. It gives me many, many opportunities to say, why is this person doing this or what is going on? I have to say my notes that I took for this movie, it's like every third bullet is WTF or, and and I have, I have not written so many, you know, bullet points about a note, uh, with a question mark and an exclamation point after it in any movie that we have ever done. It's like every single note has that at the end. Well, then we, yes, we have much to talk about my friend, because that is exactly that, that, that describes very much. But I want to, I have, yeah, I want to move on from the, opening scene um and although we could probably do the entire podcast on the opening scene i just have two (laughs) last things to say about it one is um i was watching i was re-watching a clip of the opening scene on youtube and i scrolled down which i shouldn't have done to look at the comments (laughs) and every comment was super positive. Oh my God. Gary Oldman should have won an Oscar for this. What great ask acting, you know? Oh my God. The love between these two is so pure and all this kind of stuff. And I was really? like, well, humanity's over. Uh, <laughs> 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 have we, yeah. Have we just been like gaslit or something? Uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. Um, Maybe it's like a Russian bot or something. It's like here, America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great movie. Uh, the last note I'll make, uh, the last comment I'll make on the opening is, um, 
not to jump ahead in the movie, but at one point, uh, Keanu uh, is escaping from the castle and kind of takes the same right. plunge into the river that Elisabetta does. Right. And he survives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. You know. So. <laughs> okay. Nah, there's, there's so much crazy crap like that. Yeah. Yeah. That it's like, I mean, maybe she wasn't a good swimmer or something. <laughs> I don't know. But She's like, I know that I never learned to swim, so this is the best way to off myself is drown painfully. Not like they don't live in a castle with like thousands of swords and sharp knives and <laughs> she could probably just fall down the stairs and 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 break her neck yeah, or something you know? seriously or i don't know didn't they not have poisons back then totally or yeah Other things <laughs> right yeah. yeah there's probably less i don't know <laughs> she seemed kind of dramatic though so it's... throughout that doesn't change either <laughs> Yeah, and they had to find her body after she jumped in the water because they brought her back. Oh my God, I know. We're going to spend so much time on this opening, but the same thing. It's like they find her body and then they just lay it at the altar for him to see the first thing coming back. No one there to meet him. Like, hey, listen, hey, listen, I know you just won this war. I just want to prepare you for something. No, no, no. Just like put the body out there. Again, these priests are not empathetic at all. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, because they put the actual note in her dead hand. Oh, God. Like, see? (laughs) It wasn't our fault. We definitely didn't do this. (laughs) We find out later one of them wrote the note as a a prank. (laughs) Oh, shit, I didn't know he'd go crazy and turn into a vampire. Now, that would actually have been kind of a cool plot twist. I I would have I gone with that. I mean, it is Anthony Hopkins, the, after the, all, as the priest, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, be, <laughs> because I can't laugh. I can't talk about this movie without laughing. <laughs> because, you know, uh, you know, because, you know, Ebert, right, in his review said, you know, the the aesthetic and the look uh, was something that he really appreciated about it. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I know I've got my thoughts and I know you've got your thoughts, but um, Chris, lead us off. What do you think about how this movie looks? Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I, 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 like, I know that, well, I know that I read that, um, the Coppola wanted, he basically like, he wanted like the costumes and the look, I think his instructions were weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean right. is that's literally what they were. It's like, make it weird. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, you could see it in the beginning in like Dracula's just crazy armor, like mm-hmm. looked like totally like, like muscles. it was just red and looked like muscles. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like a stupid armor. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I guess, I guess they're referred, I mean, there's a couple things you can refer to. Like, you can refer to the actual sets, mm-hmm. like, like the lunatic asylum right. and just like right. how, you know, to, and, and, you know, the whole ambiance is, of course, to give this very gothic mm-hmm. look and it's very dark movie and the cost, the costumes are very elaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then, you know, the other thing that he uses continually <laughs> in the movie is like the little, like these, 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 so like, you know, like it would be like a, a like this this visage or vignette of Dracula watching in yeah, the background, right, right, or like, like you know, like these little bubbles, things like that. Yes, yeah. where he's like observing yeah. or experiencing this along right. that, and 
I mean, I'm assuming that's part of what people are referring to because it's, it's a technique that he uses consistently mm-hmm. throughout the film, right. you know, and, and, and like, you know, like, like in the, in the opening scenes where Harker, Keanu Reeves, like goes to the castle yep. and like the shadows don't match mm-hmm. what Dracula's doing right. and the, and that the shadows too, like have all this. Um, you know, out of sync mm-hmm. with with their human or whatever monster counterpart. Right. But I I am not sure. It's not like the movie I thought was like oh the cinematography is just brilliant in, the, in this thing. Like it's like like the train is like a little model train. Right, right, you know, right, it's right, like right. it's not it's not even it's not no. I, I saw it. I, I thought. <laughs> That's is is there you know there must be a stylistic reason to choose like a toy train to do it yeah I, it just makes no sense to me I think Coppola had this idea that he didn't want any computer generated uh, imagery in here sure and right. wanted okay. to do everything either practical or you know with miniatures or even in the camera you know a lot of these effects are done in the camera um, and. I even read it at one point, like he had engaged some other effects firm. Um, and then when they told him, well, we really need to do this stuff with the, with the computer, he fired them and hired his son. <laughs> so like, uh, he, he, he likes to do that though. Doesn't yeah, he, he does. Have his, have his family involved but, in the business. But you know, it's, it's one of the, like, I, I, I'll give, I have to give the movie a little bit of credit in that. I can see some interesting ideas in this, like the notion, like shadows play <laughs> such a big role in this movie and to what you said, right? right? Yeah. They're not lining up and, and the shadows implying, like at one point, I think when, when Dracula realizes that Keon, uh, uh, Keanu is, is married to his, <laughs> is Elizabeth, now Mina, like you see the shadow come over and almost like put its hands around his neck. So like, that and right. a lot of like the overlay stuff and and the the idea of he is watching and he is observing and all seeing and stuff like that i think those are fine ideas i just think it it really doesn't hold up well and i'm not sure it held up well at the time you know and so it's like it's just it's weird it takes you out of it i i think i'm not sure if if it was effective either yeah. i mean it's um i i think at the beginning and the in, it it was like okay it okay there's like yes this other this other presence or whatever this dark presence mm-hmm. but um you know to to me that that these like little you know <laughs> his face in the background and stuff like that yeah it 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 just it didn't f- make me feel a sense of dread or or menace or anything like that and i i don't know if if that's like an homage to some other you know classic film or something you know i i that's that's possible that he was he was referencing some other Mm -hmm. you know movie i I mean i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt on that right right i don't but but in terms of like the practical effects i mean had he never seen Star Wars? <laughs> like, like that was like 10, 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or met James Cameron. Right, I right. mean, these are people who had mastered practical effects. Mm-hmm. And 
it's not like he doesn't know how to make movies. Right. right. Um, but I mean, to ask, uh, I want to ask you this okay. and I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like name af- after this movie, name five movies he's done. Uh, I can't. Name three. I mean, movies that Francis Ford Coppola directed after Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay, hang on. Pulling up. And he's still making movies pull, to recent times. Pulling up IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, it's funny. I mean, the, I think of him as Apocalypse Now and The Godfather. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and he wrote the screenplay for Pat. Right, right. So in the 70s, was there anyone better mm-hmm. i don't like you make a case that he was the best director of the 70s mm-hmm. but he lost his way yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't if someone said oh yeah um apocalypse now and bram Stoker's dracula same director yeah right and i i would just be like shut yeah. up you know that's just the stupidest thing i've ever heard because there's absolutely i can't find any correlation but between these two storytelling techniques and that's not only the visuals you know the visuals obviously we're talking about a movie right mm-hmm. it's a visual medium right that's how you tell you know right that's that's how what should tell the story and it it it's just like chaos it doesn't <laughs> yeah like it's 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 weird and i think he did accomplish weird well he did accomplish weird that's that's what he wanted i wrote down in my notes this movie is like watching an acid trip because it's like (laughs) it's just like even okay and this is such a little detail um there are no little (laughs) there is a moment where i think it is jack Jack, right? Jack Harkins, is that his name? No. Jonathan. No, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. 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 Jack, Jack is doctor. Right. The doctor. Right. Jonathan. Um, Richard Grant. It's like he's he's looking at some piece of paper, like a note or something like that. Um, and there's this weird purple shimmery stuff like overlaid on top of part of the note. It Half this movie right. feels like someone who just learned After Effects and is like just experimenting with the filters. <laughs> like what? Ooh, we could yes. do this here, and oh, I know how to like map out this color and replace it with this other image. Totally. You know. <sighs> anyway. Yes. <laughs> I do. No, I, it's it. just last last <laughs> last thing I want to say on like some of the the creepiness and, and which goes into the look like, okay. So one, one scene that comes to mind is when, uh, Jonathan is dropped off from the initial carriage and then the other carriage comes along, uh, to pick him up and there's the, uh, carriage driver coach, whatever you call him. I don't know what you call him. Right. Yeah. He's all super weird looking, right. You know? Yeah. And you see this camera trick where he reaches his arm out and it's, uh, and it's inexplicably <laughs> right. long, right? And pulls Jonathan right. forward, right? There are so many moments in this movie where, again, this is why I think everyone's on acid, where you see something absolutely bizarre and then you're like, no, yeah, okay, cool, no big deal. I'll just go on and I'll just get in this coach. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and you know, and, and, and there's just, and in terms of like making a movie, this again, it's like, 
they've done so much work, or we can presume that they've done so much work to <laughs> yes, presume yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> to, to give this movie this creepy quality, this visually uh, weird and different quality. They've put so much time into that. Well, maybe they haven't. Anyway, point being, and then they just <laughs> pop the balloon and take all of the energy out of it because nobody cares. We see that bizarre moment where Dracula is like crawling down the side of the castle and Keanu's just like, huh, interesting. Well, I'll go back to what I was doing before, you know? So it's like, are we supposed to feel anything or are we just supposed to be impressed by the vision of this director? No, you're exactly right. And and, and the the movie's littered with, with these, these details and, um, where yeah, people just seem to ignore supernatural and, and bizarre events, yeah. and that that bugged me. <laughs> um, but also, all right, and and so if he went out, kind of if, if if he intentionally said, you know, I'm going to leave some of the the usual horror movie tropes and and try to make this authentic mm-hmm. interpretation, he actually relies a lot on like creepy things like spiders and, mm-hmm. you know, like rats mm-hmm. and, and, and just all the old things that you would expect to see in like one of those, you know, classic 1940s Bela Lugosi right, ones, right. you know, to, to add to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have enjoyed many movies that were so much creepier that didn't have like Halloween decorations, <laughs> you know, to, 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 to tell us it's scary. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it isn't like if it, I don't know. Now, here's a question. Now, is th- this? It's not a horror movie. I mean, what is it? It's a boring movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's supposed. It's it's, it's unclassifiable. You, you it's, know what I yeah. think it is supposed to be is I think it's supposed to be like a romantic drama, like because so much of this, yeah, like I think that's the yeah, it, that's as close as we can get. So much of this depends on your belief in the way that these people care about each other. Not and, and not even just Dracula and and later Mina, but Mina and Jonathan and the the suitors and Lucy and. And Lucy, you know, and you're supposed to believe that everyone is desperately, madly in love and wants to be with them for eternity. But the movie never, aside from voiceover, it never convinces you of that. So you're left wondering, what the hell are all of these people doing? And why do they care so much? (laughs) They're just running around from place to place doing something with some diary entries in between. Yeah, no, they have to. I mean, it's one of those things. Well, they have to do this because the script needs them to calls on them to <laughs> exactly, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it needs them to go from place A to B and do this because yeah. it has to. It's the only way to move the story along. Right. There is no logical reason for any of the actions that people are doing. And you know, like th- there, there's nothing and, here. And all you know, admittedly, I have not read the book, so. Yeah, that, I, I haven't either. That's, that story may be there in the book, but we're talking about the movie, and the movie yeah, doesn't I, I, succeed in that at all. No, if if this is yeah, if it's a so if this is a faithful adaptation of the book, it the book sucks because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, you, you know, right. it because it doesn't. I mean, my again, I have not read it, yeah. and I'm only reading 
things about the book mm-hmm. that it that the pistolary form, meaning that it's kind of like you know it's maybe Van Helsing's account or something mm-hmm. like that, but it's written maybe not as chapters but as a series of letters, right. like 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 a diary. Mm-hmm. So I you know that's what that may be the source material they're adapting, mm-hmm. but that's not an excuse. I mean that's just like no. Then figure it out because how to how to weave that story together. Right, because back to your original point where we started this sort of discussion about the look. Books are a written form. Book is narrative. <laughs> Movies are a visual form of storytelling. So you yeah. can't. You know, I mean, would this be any better or worse if it was just Anthony Hopkins reading the book to us on a black screen? <laughs> It'd yeah. probably be better. <laughs> We'd probably like think that was kind of cool. Oh, interesting. Or like, yeah, I would listen. I would listen to him tell the story. It sounds like something um, like Robert Eggers would do, or something like. Here's a new interesting right. concept. We're just gonna read you the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is this is a this this is where Coppola failed yeah. um, to to produce a coherent narrative and 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 characters act in to me inexplicable ways um and there's no consistency to tone and mood and all sorts of things and that's still not why i think it's like like a movie so awful i almost walked out Mm -hmm. (laughs) that alone wasn't enough (laughs) we're we're building towards that um yeah (laughs) Well, because there's so many, there's this weird, ah. I know. I mean, despite all of that, this movie made a crap ton of money at the box office. Right. Over $200 million. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot, Chris. Over over $200 million on, I think, a $40 million budget um, Mm -hmm. was highly regarded. So it was a success. Yeah. Yeah. It was highly regarded at the time. Yeah. Although there is, there are some fun reviews that I did look up uh, that came a little bit later, like early 2010s and stuff like that, where it's just like panning the movie and stuff like that. <laughs> so, but again, I I, I I go back to the, you know, yeah, I just, it, it feels so much of its time. And I guess we were all in this mass uh, hallucination uh, as a society where we thought this is really cool. And I'm going to go see it and tell all my <laughs> friends about it. <laughs> One of my um, just just and maybe my main irritation with this movie um, is the is Coppola's insistence on like just making a very confusing and inconsistent timeline. Uh-huh. And an actor's acting in inexplicable, <laughs> illogical ways yeah. all the time. Right, right. <laughs> that is a very bold, bold artistic choice on his part. <laughs> I like that you threw the word artistic in there. Uh, <laughs> it is a bold choice. Now, I, there's there there's it, and it's it starts kind of after you know ap- after the the flashback you know so we right. have you know this this so in the movie proper at this point like for instance so harker gets the assignment that he has to go to 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 
to Transylvania, right? right? right. Um, and it's for the purpose, I guess, <laughs> of purchasing property in England, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the sole purpose of being he there, just, from what I understand. He just needs to do the thing that you do when you buy a house, which is what you sit with one person <laughs> for about an hour and wear out your wrist <laughs> signing a thousand different you know right. papers right and 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 then he then they you know he shows you know there's like a map of london right, right? right. and it says oh you're 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 buying 10 places in london uh-huh. you know is is that to bring up its value <laughs> and i honestly have no idea what dracula said after that <laughs> but like why is he buying property in london Do we, like this, there's this there is this, he doesn't know that there's mina existing there yet no he doesn't know until um, he sees the picture he, he, in that yeah, moment has, like which in that moment which, by the so way he's already <laughs> sorry sorry to interject which by the way why does jonathan just take out this little picture of his fiance (laughs) while he's doing business like i'm just gonna set this here while i'm doing this paperwork because i might forget that i have a girlfriend i don't know (laughs) isn't that what you do just have a little (laughs) when you're on a conference call just while i'm in a meeting i just Um, need to remember that i'm married and have a wife because sometimes i forget yeah so that why does Dracula do that? Because the plot demands that he has to go to London. There is absolutely no, we have no idea his motivation for buying 10 places in London, which also they never reference again in the entire this, movie that he has 10 homes. This movie is the antithesis of Chekhov's gun. It sets up so many things <laughs> that never get paid does. off, right? No, and that's just the beginning. So I have no idea of his motivation right. for doing any of right, this. right. No, like these specific places, you know, to drag some barrister over to his house, uh-huh. um, you know, and then we, and then we find out later that another, you know, well, actually, we find out at the beginning, like there was somebody who already went right. there and went, you know, came mm-hmm. back, um, you know, Renfield's role in this, no idea. Right. No, I know. Like, he is he is shown consistently through the movie what was his part well in the story. Yeah, and we have to say played by the incredible Tom Waits. Um yeah, who who he he was he he might be my favorite person in this movie, but I have a a slightly oh, different he, one that I'll get to <laughs> when we get there. Um but but his role he was stellar. In yeah. It. I was like, man. Yeah. I re- I really liked his yeah I did his his, his, his acting was super good it was it, it, good. it was good and yet uh, again I almost wrote down Chekhov's Tom Waits because again it's like <laughs> he's in there and as far as I can tell the only reason he is in this movie is to convey that something crazy happened to him. And now he's worshiping yeah. Dracula as the master, as he as he continues to say. What you got for an old uh, Dr. Thiller or Conopan? No, thank you, Mr. Redfield. How are you feeling tonight? Far better than you, my lovesick doctor. Is my personal life of interest to you? Of course it is. All life interests me. Your diet, Mr. Redfield, is disgusting. Actually, they're perfectly nutritious. You see, each life that I ingest gives back life 
me. A fly gives you life. Certainly. You might as well ask Commander. Eat molecules with a pair of chopsticks than to interest me in the lesser carnivora. I shall have to invent a new classification of a lunatic for you. Later on, it's like what it's all he's doing is ranting and raving throughout this whole movie. We don't know why. We don't know how he's important. No. Um, nope. And then at one point later in the movie, he just decides to tell Mina, oh, you're beautiful <laughs> and you should seek protection and uh, in the Lord. Like, why did he change his mind? He's been worshiping the master this whole exactly. time. You know, and then all of a sudden and that's he just what changes. I- that's that's it that is that's what happens with every like almost every character <laughs> yes, exactly. like you build them up as to be this right. and then they do the opposite yeah and we don't know why we have no idea and, and, why he decided that he's gonna be try and keep her safe and then and right. then and then Dracula just comes in a green mist and kills him <laughs> like, it, it's like right. for betraying him but, but which but, like, yeah, God, this, <laughs> this movie makes me so crazy. Um, Dracula decides this is, by the way, in the point in the movie when like Van Helsing and the rest of them are like burning all of his shit and like burning breaking his, his stuff, boxes. Right. He's like, I'm going to take a little side quest and go kill, kill <laughs> the crazy person in the asylum just because, I guess. I don't know. Dr. Seward, who is that man? Mr. Renfield, this is no place for you, Madam Mina. Renfield. I must see him. Mr. Renfield, behave yourself. This is Mrs. Harker. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. Renfield. It seems I've been rather naughty. I know you. You're the bride my master covets. I have a husband. I am Mrs. Harker. My master tells me about you. What does he tell you? That he is coming. That he is coming for you. Because he was all right, so uh, literally Dracula is hanging upside down in that room, right? When all these guys are doing stuff. Yeah. So what does he do? He leaves. He leaves. He leaves. <laughs> and there, and we know from everything that lying in dirt right. from Transylvania is like where he gets his power or right, whatever. Right, right, right. And and they throw holy water all over it and make it, you know. Yeah, he's like, I guess I don't unusable. need to protect this anymore. It's the whole reason yeah. I bought all these goddamn houses in London and the whole reason I came here. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, four dudes with torches showed up, so I'm out. I'm of the bounce. Yes. So, uh, it's, it's the, the yes, the, the, and that, 
that's just one small thing know, compared to a huge, a huge kind of, I would call, I don't know if it's even, like the plot to this movie is hard to, it, it, <laughs> is hard to nail down. It sure um, is. Because it seems like a bunch of subplots put together to make one movie to me is what it feels it like. It feels it's that like, way to me too. Let me, um, because we won't have time to go through all of them because there are so many. <laughs> no, no, there's impossible. Characters making choices that make absolutely no sense because there is no motivation. There's nothing that has been set up. So, first of all, um, <laughs> Mina going to the movie theater with young Gary Oldman. Why? <laughs> exactly. In addition to that... It looks like they're watching like a pornographic movie. So this is like your first date. I'm going to take you to a porno theater. Okay. It's like taxi driver. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot about that taxi driver. So, I guess that's a throwback to his friend Scorsese. Yeah, exactly. Or so that's one, uh, you know. Yes, which I guess was common in Victoria, England. I guess. I mean, hey, them. it's a camera. What can we do with it? Oh, we show boobs. Yeah, that's what we do. It was, I think it was probably the first movie ever made. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. Let's just, I'll take her to this. Yeah. Second, second is... Lucy's suitors, you know, we've got the doctor, we've got the Texan, Quincy, and we've got yep. uh, 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 Carrie Elwes. L- yeah, Lord Arthur. Lord Arthur, right. Wood. So why, why does Quincy do any of this? <laughs> I mean, I get the doctor is still sort of infatuated, but even that, like, it has its limits. Like, I'm not going to travel to Transylvania because Lucy's already dead at this point anyway. And and same with uh, uh, the Lord. What's what was his name? Lord. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Arthur Helm Holmwood. Yeah, is that yes, what you mean, Arthur Holmwood? Yeah. You know, like again, it's because the movie needs them to go right. Uh, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. None of it is, is grounded in anything. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. There's, there's more in here, even just like, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff like that, which is just like, okay, I'm just going to make this decision now because that's what the plot needs me to do. Not because anything has been justified. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I mean, Yes, Quincy P. Morris, the Texan, who's there for some reason, be, you know. Um, now he's best friends with all these guys, and they hang out, I guess, and they all love the same woman. And But even, that's, like, you could... That's his motivation? I don't... Yeah. I mean, I, even that, right? Like, so so there's a couple of things, right? <laughs> Carrie Elwes is a uh, character intense love for lucy i mean come on this is the late 1800s right this is a wealthy young woman being courted by all of these suitors right but right and it's yeah, pro- she's 20 yeah. as she says in and the it's movie. Yeah, yeah practically a hag she says <laughs> right and yes. you know this is aristocracy right so it's probably somewhat i mean it's not quite an arranged marriage but you can't believe that this intense love has been developed in <laughs> in this time. And and even if it was, the movie doesn't show us any of it. All we get is Lucy running down the steps saying, I love him, I love him, I love him. And then, 
you know, uh, uh, Carrie Ellis's character, like crying as she's dying and stuff. It's like, and, and, and again, going back to like, you know, the scene between or the, the, the three suitors, like this movie could have given us one scene. This is a long movie, by the way, I want to come back to that. Cause fuck me. Yeah. This movie is a long movie, but, um, <laughs> they could have given us one scene with the three of those suitors that somehow communicate that they have some sort of bond or some reason to go on this. And it, it right. does none of that. Right. No, no, you're right. It, it, it could, yes, they could have, I don't know. Yeah, all been on a hunting trip together, all went to school together yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, it would have been easy saying, oh, yeah, we we're all from. Yeah, maybe they whatever, fought in you know? some war together or had some yeah, scrape like, together or something, right? You know? Yeah, because <laughs> they, they, they would have no logical reason to be together. No. The, the, at least the movie gives us I, zero. I don't know why the Texan didn't bounce once, you know, uh, uh, Lucy cho- chose uh, Lord. Yeah, exactly. What's his what's his <laughs> Lord Holmwood. <laughs> Lord yeah. Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and, and, and that's, that's another example of, of, of just like the, the, the reasoning is because, the movie needs it to happen to make to make some of the other scenes happen well, right yeah they have to stay together because they got they have to they have to you know confront lucy or they have to right. go to kill gypsies in romania or whatever yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. let me <laughs> let me let me give you my last example of this um is <laughs> do you remember uh, oh gosh, who was it? Uh, oh, I, I remember hearing the story about Trump when he was in office, which is like the last person to give him advice is who he went with. So it's like, if he was talking to one person, they were like, oh, you should do this. He'd be like, oh, it makes sense. And then right. if the next person came in and said, no, you should do something totally different. And that was the last person on the agenda for the day. He'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go with that guy. Whatever. Okay. Right. Like, that's Mina in this movie. <laughs> like Mina keeps flopping back and forth between like. I love Jonathan. I'm going to marry him. And now I'm infatuated by this young prince as she thinks at the moment. And now he's my soulmate. And now it's Jonathan again. And then it's like, uh, you know, uh, 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 culminating in the scene where she, you know, at towards the end of the movie where she is like talking to count, you know, Dracula being like, you know, no, I want, undying life with you. You're my soulmate, all this kind of stuff. Yes. You know, <laughs> bite me on the neck and I'll drink some of your blood. I don't know why he's got blood, but that's okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's not go there, yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, you know, and she's like, so committed even to the point where like the huge dramatic moment of this is him. Like, no, I can't do this to you. I love you too much. You know, I can't curse you the way I've been cursed, you know, even drawing back. And she's like, no, I'm a hundred percent in I'm down, <laughs> you know? And then it's like all the next thing that happens is Jonathan and Van Helsing and the other guys burst in the door, break it. Br- yep. Break it. And, and then she's totally yeah. back to like, Oh, Jonathan, <laughs> with you again you know no because they see yeah they they open the door and they see here kind of making out with no one no one right because he's disappeared there's there's nothing there so 
and then I can't, I can't remember how Dracula appears, but then, yeah, they all freak out and, um, you know, she goes back to her husband. Right. Um, who, whose hair color changes consistently <laughs> through the movie. I noticed that. <laughs> which, which, again, is just one of those things like, okay, that's... <laughs> It goes, yeah. It goes from various shades of gray back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's like it's. I think it's. Ev- ev- I, I I don't know. I think it's trying they to s- get grayer and whiter as the movie progresses, but I think there's some continuity issues in the movie. Yeah, no one caught that, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I'm taking a leap here, but maybe it has something to do with like when he spent those times with whoever the three vampire girls right, were right. that they took the life force <laughs> oh. out of them or something. I don't, I don't That's, know. By the way, that is a great moment when like Mina and Jonathan are sitting at dinner with um, Van Helsing and he's like, <laughs> so Jonathan, after your brief infidelity with these, these, the succubi or whatever, you know, he's like, did you, you know, ever drink, taste their blood or anything like that? And she, and he's like, no, I didn't. And and Mina <laughs> gives good. him this look like, oh, I'm so in love with you. You didn't. <laughs> like, meanwhile, drink. meanwhile, he's been like hanging out with these three chicks every night. And he's been in Transylvania, but but she's totally like ready to jump back on the wagon with him. Like, oh, my hero. <laughs> well, precisely. That's just the character of Mina is so. Ah, infuriating <laughs> in terms of like like just giving a shit what happens to her i just don't no because you're right it's it, it's just like her all right here's all right here here's here's a question that i i'm not sure and and maybe again maybe the book tells us uh-huh. this but the movie in my opinion does yeah. not is she the reincarnation of his dead wife or is she just happens to be a lookalike of her? I think she is. And I think she is. Which, which one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I, so that's it. I think she is. <laughs> what do you want from me? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think she is the reincarnation of his dead wife. And I will add okay. on to that theory that Van Helsing is the reincarnation of that priest. Now, the movie okay. tells us, the movie gives us nothing to assume that other than it's played by the same actor. But, <laughs> so, this is my own bullshit theory. Um, and if I were to try and reimagine how this might be an interesting story, um, <laughs> that priest reincarnating as Van Helsing might have been, you know, I was there in the room when you did this sacrilege and it's my job to return your return you to the Lord or get rid of you or something like that. Who knows okay. if that's what the, it was intended. Um, that's my head cannon, but, um, no, I think she was because, and, and because of all of the times that she says, you know, I think I know you, I know your face, or right. I know this place. Yeah, like I remember this, yeah. or right yeah. that she she wasn't aware, I guess, that she right. was the reincarnation, right. but until you know he shows up, right? Um, I, and, and if they had a kind of, I, you know, if 
if somehow earlier in the movie that would have given them, him the motivation, of course, to go to England. Yes, thank um, you. Exactly. But, but why buy 10 houses and all that other crap? Who knows? Uh, right. But it doesn't give us... We have... we have it it Because it seems like, like I said, like he, he sees the picture. He's like, <gasps> you know. And, well, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's what said, oh, I should, you know, it's almost like, oh, I should go to England. But no, he's already made his plans. It's a good and, thing and, Lucy and, wasn't reincarnated in South America or the United States, you know, <laughs> or, or Russia. Like, I just happened to, I threw a dart at the dartboard and just happened to hit the same place where my 400-year-old dead wife uh, has been reincarnated. <laughs> no, and he has amazing luck. Just... You know what we don't know because he has been al- alive for a long time. Maybe London is like the sixtieth town that he has tried this in. <laughs> oh yeah, right. But it's yeah, and and London is such a small town <laughs> yeah. that you could basically bump into anyone anywhere, oh, right? God, that scene where he sees it's just her. like he's walking down the street, and then she goes to the drugstore yep, or whatever. Yep. It's like. Yeah. Not not only that, but like there's a moment when I think towards the end of the movie when uh Mina is looking out her window. I think she's still say, staying in like Lucy's family's home, I think. And it's like Carfax Abbey that Dracula bought is like right across the street cuz like she sees the green yeah. mist coming. It's like, man, this guy hit the bullseye. <laughs> there's you know, just just some of the just some of the general rules yeah. that we we talked we talked about in the earlier about like okay here's here's you know we let's pretend we know nothing about vampires mm-hmm. right we have no idea their lore and things like that and he throws little clues mm-hmm. in there and yeah, there's garlic um, at one point. you know of what yeah and you know so like for instance the crucifix uh-huh. right yeah it seems to work sometimes yeah, I know, and I know. sometimes it doesn't right the, the, <laughs> right? the succubi is that are they succubuses yeah yeah they just like dissolve it on his chest (laughs) yeah it you're right and then like um dracula saw it on um you know jonathan's right neck Mm -hmm. and he's like ah but take away those trinkets (laughs) and then when he and then later he can like he sets it on fire right right (laughs) it's like like, don't show me that stupid stuff (laughs) now yeah and what's and so here's where it gets even more confusing. Uh (laughs) So he is supposed to be when he is most powerful, of course, is when he's in his homeland. Right. I mean, that's, they, they indicated like, that's why he has to get home. I think I know where you're going with this, Um, but yes, keep going. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with it. So, but, but then anyway, like, so he sits in the dirt pile (laughs) on his little boat trip. Yeah. And he, and he gets younger right. and more and and seems to get more powerful. Uh-huh. Like if if he could get younger the whole time, wouldn't you want to? Why, I I why not? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, he clearly had one extra box of dirt somewhere. <laughs> why not? Yeah, just like why not put one box of dirt in each of your ten houses, and then you know <laughs> that, that that we don't you know. We get the great line from Keanu. It's like, I know where the bastard sleeps. I put him there. <laughs> you know, like, well, maybe you in, don't. In, in what way did he? What, what way did he do that? Because he bought. Because the, he bought him the house. He didn't. Or, or, we didn't. No, buy, I mean, he, he, yes, he had him sign the yeah. paperwork to, to. 
and I don't know. he picks the Abbey, yeah. you know, for again for some reason <laughs> the Abbey next next to the insane asylum right, right. Is, is what he. It's like so Renf, you know Renfield, yeah. Um, Tom Waits' character can yell at him out the right. window, <laughs> Master. Which, okay, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. What that has to do with anything? Not a you yeah. know, not a clue. Nope. It's it 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 has it has no rhyme or reason and. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not even go into. I don't even want to touch Lucy's character in this confusing mess because <laughs> it's like I, I like. They spend so much time with her mm-hmm. in this movie, and and she has. I don't know what her part in it is, mm. because it has nothing to do with his relationship with Mina, which should be. <laughs> What should happen is that all the energy should be focused on Dracula seducing Mina over to the dark side, right? To convince her <laughs> that you are my bride. I've been waiting my whole life he, to find you, and I bought ten houses in London to do it. He um, just got there, and but he's then like, Lucy oh, you've dominates. got a really hot friend. I'm into it. <laughs> That's what he said. And yeah, and why? Why go after her at all? I have no idea. Like what? What is, what is the point of that? <laughs> it's and then it seems like at times it, and here's the other thing. It's like it seems like at times like all this happens in a dream to right. her, but it's real. Or like for instance, when uh, Mina comes f- chases her down into the garden, uh-huh. right? That one night she's wearing the red yeah nightgown, uh-huh. and she watches what happens uh-huh. to her, right? Yeah. And then, and then I guess it's Dracula as a wolf because right. he's actually he's actually according to the narrative still in the in the dirt in the boat. He he has not he has not stepped ashore at that point in England. Oh God, I don't know that 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 come that comes later. So so evidently he is there some in some form. And then he says, "Oh, don't don't look at yeah, me, right?" Yeah, yeah. And then we switch to like. Lucy's alone, and then Mina says, "Oh, you've been sleepwalking, sleepwalking right. again." So did she not observe any of that? Which we saw that she did. I and it was horrifying. I don't, Chris. You're looking for meaning. I don't there know. Isn't any? <laughs> it is so. Um. So which again, like, what? Who's? The the point of view, I don't know who's we're supposed to follow at that at that scene. Well, is is it Dracula's? Is it Mina's? Is it Lucy's? Who is who is narrating? Who's experiencing this? And whose whose point of view are we supposed to? Yeah, you know, see it through. I, yeah, I don't know. I think that um, it 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 doesn't it hasn't chosen. I, uh, you know, again, <laughs> it's like if without Lucy, and without Lucy dying then you wouldn't have the three suitors going after dracula so therefore we need (laughs) we need we need need lucy to choose a a husband and then we need the other three to hang around for some reason uh, and then we need lucy to get killed uh and we need van helsing to be there when she dies so that he's involved so that they can all go attack dracula at the end Okay, so the <laughs> all right, so so the, the the presence of Lucy maybe to bring Val Van Helsing into yeah, the, right into this into the story but again. To your um, point, it's not justified by anything that any of the characters are doing. It's just that that's what the plot demands. 
Yes. Right. Um, you know, and Jack happens, I guess, to have worked with wherever Van Helsing is from. Because right. that's another thing. It's like he he's like, I've contacted him, you know, to explain what's going on. And, you know, then you see him in like some just that lecture he's giving. What the hell was that about? I was listening. I actually was listening to, to the dialogue. And it's like, what the what what is he talking about? Yeah, it's just gibberish. I can't remember. And then he's like, "Oh, I, I know. Go. I love that. I wrote then, that down too." He gets a telegram. He's like, "All right, see y'all." <laughs> yes, my friend has given me some just completely vague yeah. story. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I've just got to go there. Well, and again, um, back to and your, I, I don't know. Yeah, again, back to your point of time. It's like he gets the telegram, and then it's like cut to him arriving at the house you know it's like precisely where was he how yeah. far away was he if he had to tell yeah, i mean maybe he was yeah he got to tell maybe he was in england i don't right. know i mean they they i didn't assume he was right. but you know it's i guess it's theoretically possible but it could have <laughs> been nice to have some sort yeah. of notion of how much time has passed only to understand you know whatever's happening to, to to Lucy, um, you know, through through this, and <laughs> and just just a side note, so so she she that whatever whatever night it was, we have no idea, uh-huh. where, where she's just totally just you know gets devoured by a wolf or something, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> and then they put her in a glass casket. <laughs> like she she was just like mauled to death by a wild animal. <laughs> and they just like. And they're just sitting around looking at her. Yeah, the 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 um the uh, what do you call it? The uh, funeral home director will clean that up, no problem. Just yeah, they did a stellar, just a stellar job yeah. because I'm, yeah, there was there was a lot of blood in that yep. scene. I have a theory that <laughs> I have a theory that. This movie is a comedy. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. There's a couple of things. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm listening. First of all, if you, this is another movie that if you inserted a laugh track, I think it would really work. Um, so like the happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There are a bunch of moments where, you know, if you had a laugh track in there, I think it would be, uh, it would play very differently. Um, but a couple of specific things. First of all. <laughs> We just talked about Lucy dying, right? And then, you know, Van Helsing and the three guys go to her tomb and they open her coffin (laughs) and she's not there. And then she, of course, comes down the steps holding a child. A child, right? And when, when, when Van Helsing and the other three guys step out to confront her, she just drops the child on the floor. <laughs> like, unceremoniously just drops this kid. Uh, uh, and then the next part that happens is... You know, they stake her and they chop off her head. And then almost immediately it cuts... To the dinner scene between Mina, yes, Jonathan, is. and Van Helsing, and, and it, Van Helsing, and it cuts to him like slicing through this big piece slicing. of beef. Right, <laughs> it's like, wow, what is the tone of this movie again? Because that was a pretty funny cut. Uh, it, it was, and, and um, Anthony Hopkins did have the best, he had the lines best lines in this in this movie, and he he. 
And he did, I think, understood kind of what this movie was because <laughs> he he played it the way it, it sh- all of them should. Absolutely. I mean, and 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 I think maybe there, well, <laughs> well, it could have, it should have gone in that direction, and we would probably like this. And movie. that's why he is my favorite character in this. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, the, oh yeah, that you know, even in that dinner scene, you know, <laughs> Mina's like, "How did Lucy die? Was she in great pain?" And he's like. Yeah, she was in great pain. Then we staked her like, and cut off her head. <laughs> like, oh, yes, we cut off her head, yeah. Doctor. Yeah? How did Lucy die? Huh? Was she in great pain? Yeah, she was in great pain. Then we cut off her head and drove a stake to her heart and burned it, and then she found peace. Doctor! <laughs> There's other or at the fu- yeah at the funeral too he grabs um Dr. Jack over uh <laughs> he grabs Jack uh-huh. and he he says okay um I need these tools and he's like well, are, are we doing an autopsy he's like no we're we're we're, we're going to we're going to go chop off yeah. her head or something yeah. like that. <laughs> no. I know how deeply you love her that is why you must trust me and believe. Believe? How can I believe? I want you to bring me before nightfall a set of post-mortem knives. An autopsy? Lucy? No, 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 not exactly. I just want to cut off her head and take out her heart. <laughs> and then he just walks away. He's like, uh, uh, and he looks like he has something else to say. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't. I mean, but that's just a professional actor doing <laughs> right, exactly. his job. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's He's... He's on his game. There. No, I think you could. I think you could recut this movie um, in a way um, where it would, it would be. I mean, even some of the early Count Dracula stuff, I think, could be. Um, is that gross scene where he like licks the, the razor blade, the blood off of it? Oh like, my gosh! Yes. So disgusting. Yeah. But you put a laugh track in there, might work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know. No, I would love. I'd love it if someone would bother doing it. I, I think I would watch. I would actually watch yeah. it again. I do. I do. Uh, you know, the we haven't. We've got to come to key scene, and maybe we should do that next. But I just wanted to come to this one other comment I had about this. Uh, you know, we don't know about the timing of like when things are happening in the story in this movie. It just doesn't do a very good job of that but I don't think I have ever been more aware of how long I am into the movie than watching this. I, there were so many moments where I paused it and was like, we still have an hour left. How is this possible? Um, there, there were scenes that went on in comprehensive that went on for no Yes, for no reason. Yeah. It did not advance the plot. Yeah. It gave us no information that was useful in any way. Yeah. And there there are just constant instances of that. I mean, yeah. like just just show like like Dr. We find out Dr. Jack has a has a heroin addiction, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my, we don't. My, okay, my, my note. That's a piece of information that never yeah. comes up. It's Chekhov's heroin, but no. not. Yep. My my note that I wrote is like, at this point in this movie, I feel like I'm on the same heroin that Dr. Jack just took. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. <laughs> but I did. I, no, it's it's just instances yeah. of information that yeah. But is, is I did. Pointless. I did want to talk about the very end for a moment, because 
We have to. Because we totally have to do that. <laughs> because we have. I, I I feel so tired at this point, and we're finally at the end of this movie, and <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you I, I do you want to lead into the uh, into this? I got some things to say. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know what to say. It. But, well, let me just, I'll, I'll cover a couple of things then. So. Okay. So, yeah, please, so, please. Uh, not to mention the freaking Western style gunfight on horseback that happens right before that. It's like, <laughs> oh, now we're in a Western. I guess that's why the Texan was there. Because <laughs> he knows how to do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know. That is, that is that's, that's, well, thematically that fits with yeah. what. We've been shown. Yeah. Yes. So there's that we did in order to have that shootout scene, we need a text. Right, scene. right. So that's it. So we get back to the castle. Van Helsing and Mina have beat Dracula. Now it's a race against the sunset, because if the sun goes down, <laughs> Dracula's gonna be able to be powerful. I guess. I guess, yeah. right? And right, they get there, right. the sun goes down, he bursts out of his yep. thing, and then someone just stabs <laughs> him with a knife and he's done. <laughs> I know. Like we have been, he has been so built up. This it, not only that, it fucks with the lore, right? It's like no, you got to stake him. But I guess it doesn't have to be a stake. It could just be a big knife. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then they stake him. No, that's what we learn about how to. Yeah, right. like you have to put an iron stake through their yeah. heart. Yeah, like so they stab him, and then it's like he's suddenly helpless <laughs> and then mina like starts to pull him into the castle and everyone's just like let him go <laughs> like yeah that like, was been... what <laughs> was our like, work is you, finished here you... their work is just beginning what are you talking about so that's the <laughs> precisely so the story arc that we have of Van Helsing, he has spent, he has yeah. said his whole life trying to find this villain, this this devil, and and to eradicate <laughs> him from and and to your point, maybe he's been trying to do this for hundreds of years, right? right? And this is his chance, and he's like, no. <laughs> and you're just gonna trust Mina, the one who's been flopping, <laughs> flip flopping back and forth this entire movie. Yeah, exactly. She'll take care of it. <laughs> And and honestly, that may be one of the worst endings of any movie I have ever seen. Oh, my God. She she chops his head off, and then it's like cut to black. (laughs) And I literally wrote down, this is where it ends? That's it? (laughs) I had actually forgotten Oh, I totally did, too. I, I, I... I, I thought, I mean, I had a vague, I mean, again, this had been how many years, 30 years or something mm-hmm. since I've seen this movie. Yeah. It was, you know, which surprisingly still stayed with me all these years, <laughs> but I did not remember the ending yeah. only that he like, I guess was redeemed at the end. I mean, um, and then for some reason, the, the mark of that um, communion wafer on yeah. Mina's head goes away. <sighs> okay, sure. Why not? Um, and then is you know yeah does she then go back to being uh, Mina or is a is you know is about the or, or what what is she at that who point? knows right and what happens to the rest <laughs> of them and you know it, yeah. I, I'm not even sure he's redeemed at the end because like 
Ah, he's been that's a good question. because he's been resisting I mean, for all of his efforts to like buy up this land, go get Mina, do all this stuff. <laughs> when he gets his opportunity right. to convert her, you know, he doesn't yes. do it. And he's like, I love you too right. much. And then it happens again. He he <laughs> wants to do it. And then, and, and then it's like Mina who's like, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. So like, you know, what is his redemption at the end? Finish me off so I can have peace. I guess that's it. But like, Dude, I guess he gets my Ciara. I again, who knows? Because <laughs> the movie is gives us absolutely no clue. Yeah. I thought, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why this would work, but I thought because of I don't know when the sunlight falls in his face and she loves oh, him that's and right. he gets to go to hev- heaven. Heaven, I guess. Sure, why that's not? What happens? <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> Just, why not? <laughs> That that's that's what that's what it takes, I guess. <laughs> oh god! Like that's that's I mean, and, and I don't know if that's all it took. Why didn't they just? <laughs> why, why didn't he cut to the chase at the very beginning? I know, or or like thousands or however old he is, hundreds of years ago, just done that. Well, it's um, just again, it's it's the overarching feeling of nothing in this movie makes sense nothing follows its own rules and nothing matters including the characters <laughs> and the plot I I, th- I think that's ultimately that's it <laughs> nothing matters it 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 has no sense of purpose right. or urgency yeah. or 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 yes I, I I'm not I'm not sure after watching this what was the point of this no. whole deal. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I am very glad I am not in your shoes at this point, uh, because I have no idea what I would pick for my key scene. But Chris, what delightful moment in this movie have you selected as the key scene for Bram Stoker's goddamn Dracula? <laughs> so this is <laughs> this is a special okay. one because this this key scene is the actual scene where I stood up and almost walked out of the movie <laughs> yes. theater and my friends had to pull me back <laughs> and said, no, just, just watch the rest of it. And I, I, I thought I wouldn't remember, but no, I exactly remembered where it was. And that's why it's the key uh-huh. scene. And it's, it's, it's something we've, 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 we vaguely mentioned, okay. but I'm going to go into it a little All bit right. more. Um, and we had already watched at this point, I don't know, two hours of this Ugh, movie. Yeah. Right. And I, I am waiting at, to, I'm waiting it. I'm waiting for it to get better and make sense. <laughs> and I'm getting more and more irritated. And so it, it is it is the scene. All right. So it, the this is the actual scene. But the lead up to it is when, yeah, they go to the Abbey and they're like busting up boxes uh-huh. of all his good dirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, he's not even sleeping in it, which I thought he was supposed to every night. Right, right? right. But he's not. He's hanging upside down as a yeah. bat. Uh, and he kills Renfield, and then he goes. <laughs> so what, what's hilarious about this is that is Doctor Jack says, <laughs> like, this is the safest place you right. can be, like <laughs> yeah. his bedroom, yeah. right? Yeah. And she, and it's literally the win the window opens <laughs> to to where they're just burning all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, that's she, right. That's she right. She almost right. couldn't. 
she, besides being there, she couldn't be actually any closer to the action, right? Yes, yes. So, so, so the green mist comes under the covers. Oh yeah, and and she's like, oh, I've waited for uh-huh. this forever or whatever, yeah. right? So she's switched over to to, and again, is it Prince Dracula or Count Dracula? Because he he uses both yeah. titles during this yeah. thing, so I don't know which yeah. one's supposed to be. Anyway. Because she calls him this per mm-hmm. prince. So anyway, then all of a sudden, you know, he's on top of her. <laughs> and, you know, this is where, this is where I lost it. <laughs> like, so she starts to, you know, like first she says, oh, I've, I've wanted you all the t- this whole time. And then he says some cryptic thing like, you know, I, I, I'm dead inside uh-huh. or whatever he yeah. says, right? And then she's like, what kind of monster are oh, you? Yeah. You killed Lucy. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she's just repulsed right, by him. Right. And then she <laughs> And then she goes She her line her line is take me away from all this death. <laughs> all right? Yes. And then he opens his shirt and he cuts himself. Yeah. So he's full of blood somehow yeah. and she starts sucking <laughs> on his chest and at that point i was done this this is this is the limit i like he's you know it's like this ecstasy right where she's doing this and like it's obviously this you know this huge like you know (sighs) sensual again it's a very horny movie (laughs) yes the the scene or it's it's just like this is so effed up. I just, this is I like, just assumed that's how Dracula gets off, because at this point, like, maybe that's all he's got. <laughs> so, there, so, yes, it has, the element of it is, there is, there is the, just, I was, I was just by that point yeah, done, yeah. right? I just thought, this is so uh-huh. bad. And it also gives a lot of um, exposition uh-huh. yeah, on... Yeah. Uh, on on them and 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 the rules of being a, a vampire and and so th- you get some of that too, but but it's mixed in with her just completely schizophrenic brain <laughs> of, of 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 you know going just one second you know she 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 again is is disgusted and the other one she wants nothing more than to die right. and live forever with him for no freaking reason and that that i mean yes there 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 are definitely other places but to me because of because of that because of my indignation (laughs) and outrage and i was like this if if to guise it in the form of a comedy it it i i I think you have something there i probably would have laughed the hardest at that point if if but as as it was yeah if you weren't an hour and a half into and realize you still have 30 minutes of this garbage to go right (laughs) yeah like i i had one note on that scene which is like uh dracula like bites her neck right and then he like right right his chest and then she starts to lap up his blood And then he's like, no, I can't. No, I can't. You know, I'm like, it's a little late, dude, to change your mind. Like, is, isn't this transformation starting? Like, is it, is it a teaspoon of blood, a tablespoon, a a cup of like, you know, what does it take to finish this? But he, you know, I, I, honestly, I think Dracula and Mina are perfect for each other because they can never stick with one decision. (laughs) 
No, they they were destined to be with <laughs> yeah. each other, and I would have been totally happy with that. <laughs> if that's how the movie ended, yeah. it would have made more sense in some ways, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they decided to live as vampires happily ever right. after. <laughs> Right. Instead of some sort of bizarre redemption arc that didn't add up at yeah, the end. Yeah, totally. So, Glenn, I have no idea where you're going to stand on this, but um, a, mo- a movie of this of this caliber. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think um, that Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, saved the world? Absolutely. I mean, you know the. <laughs> The acting, the beautiful love story, the eternal desperation to get back to your one true love across time, um, the um, incredible accent that Keanu Reeves uh, delivers, um, the uh, the the whole thing, the visuals. I mean, it's just excellent. No, of course not. This movie is horrible. Um, it is, it, it, it is such of a time and a time we don't need to go back to, you know, like we both, we both lived through the nineties and, and there's lots of good that came out of it, but there's a lot that should just stay Absolutely. put. And this is one of the things that should just stay put. Um, I think we've, we've spent a lot of time kind of trashing this movie in here, so I don't really have much more to say than what's already been said, but no, man, I'm no, no, I, I, I have, I cannot find I, I I cannot find one worthwhile thing that I, I, I took away from this movie. I, I, I can't think like, well at least it had this or it did have Lucy dropping that child. Nice. That was or, funny. <laughs> All right. It did have Anthony Hopkins. He got to deliver a few good he did. lines. And um and which which makes this movie so confusing to me. And when you think about the actors yeah for the most part are good actors. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's not like Gary Oldman, Anthony Hopkins, Richard Grant, uh-huh. and um, some others <laughs> who are not like Academy award winning actors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and they were put in this, this terrible position. Yep. And, and I feel like they actually t- worked hard to make this thing work, which makes it even more sad. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that, that, their efforts were, were 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 totally underutilized and mocked in a way. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I think it's a no, a hard no for me. Um, I'm not going to make this complicated. <laughs> um, it, it it was it's one of those instances where it like sometimes these would you rather's you know we I, you know you kind of have a list and you go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, this this one came to me in a dream, and I'm just I'm gonna stick with okay. it. <laughs> so, Glenn, uh, what <laughs> from 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 the the uh, awesome conception of this movie and how it was portrayed? Uh-huh. Would you rather, for the rest of oh, your life, no. have <laughs> Dracula's hair <laughs> from the beginning of the movie? <laughs> Or have to speak in Keanu Reeves' English accent. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what to choose. So, oh. Realizing that every time you spoke, that's how seriously people would take you. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, 
because no, I'm, I'm I'm influencing. I, I I apologize. Strike that. You have this is something you have to work out in your soul. Oh man. Oh gosh. Oh, what do I choose? I'm I'm like I'm thinking it through, and it's like, well, I'm gonna be judged either way. Ooh, I know. Okay. I think I have an answer. I'm cheating. Uh, you're gonna have to tell me if you're gonna accept this. If the judge is gonna accept this answer, all right. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, we leave we leave well, loopholes and things open. So, yes. I'm gonna go with Keanu's accent and then learn American Sign Language and pretend that I'm deaf <laughs> <laughs> and never open my mouth again. <laughs> all right. I will the allow judge will it. Accept that. I will okay. allow it. <laughs> I would have also accepted that you could wear a hat if you. Are had you that kidding? Hair. What kind of hat could I fit over that? The only kind of hat I could put over that would be like some cultural appropriation of of some other you know culture. Like I can't do or, that. Right. True. Or a t- big top hat you could wear all the time. For it would have to be a really wide top hat. <laughs> oh, I hate you for many reasons. <laughs> I, I will admit, I hope you're not going to give me payback <laughs> for for what we've just done. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm hoping you want to cleanse our palate, but it's it's your it's your decision. I'm uh, I am always uh, fascinated, and um, I guess I eagerly await. What what are we gonna What are we gonna do next? Well, I'm not gonna retaliate. You have already retaliated against oh, me, thanks. and this will just <laughs> right. this will just continue the war. So. Um, uh, this will be okay. a palate cleanser. Um, I think that awesome, we, I think awesome. something we can both agree on. So, um, oh, thank you. You know, with the holidays coming up, um, we already did a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. movie. I kind of didn't want to do like yep. a what's your best Christmas movie kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I did want something that is just like, it's good. We like it. We could probably recite the whole movie if we had to. And just thinking about how busy the holidays are, it's like, gosh, I don't want to watch another two-hour movie like two and a half times. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> but there is a tie-in to Dracula that we just watched, and that tie-in, that tie-in, all right, is Carrie Elwes. And the movie that we will be okay. watching is the 1987 Rob Reiner, The Princess Bride. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yes. Oh, I feel like that, we. That's a good choice. I feel yes. like we could start the podcast now without even having to rewatch it. That that is absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So so what so that our theme then is oh crap I forgot a theme. How about just <laughs> how about how about insanely quotable movies? How about that? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. It's our second uh, Rob Reiner. It is, movie. it is, and our second Carrie Ellis movie. Uh, you probably thought I was going to say yeah, Saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that feel-good holiday classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, this will be. nice. Do you want to hear something really and, uh, depressing before we end the show? No, but go ahead. Uh, IMDb rating for Princess Bride is eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Dracula rating right. on IMDb is 7.4 out of 10. <laughs> so at least it beat it, but not by much. So that's awesome. I, 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 yeah. I, <laughs> what, 
Let's not talk anymore about Dracula. Let's stop. We have to end the show. <laughs> no, and we'll never speak of this That's again right. after. <laughs> all right. After, after I get my introduction and all that, we'll yep. never. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll never have to deal with it from here yep. on in. So that's, a, so that's good. That is good. I mean, that's, if there's any good news, it's that we, yes, never have to experience <laughs> this right. ever again. And nor should anyone else listen. Absolutely. Don't go watch this before listening to the podcast. Do not I watch this said movie. That the <laughs> yeah, that, that, no, we've, we've, yeah. we've given you all you need. That's right. <laughs> this podcast. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening to this horrible movie <laughs> review. I, um, I, yes, I hope we made the experience somewhat. Yeah, terrible. exactly. Um, if you like the show, definitely give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, and uh, share it with a friend. That's oftentimes the best way to get the word out. So um, join us next week as we will be looking at the 1987 Rob Reiner film, The Princess Bride. <laughs>